Welcome to the Tech Edition Podcast. My name is Kerry Brown, and I'm here with my good brother, Clarence. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Ah, doing great. Doing great. Um, just, um, yeah, just start a new job, and um, it's been kind of a, been drinking from a fire hose these first two weeks. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of data, huh? A lot of stuff to learn anyway, I guess. Yeah. Cause I mean, my last, my last job, I was just doing Windows stuff, but now I'm doing Windows. I'm doing AWS. I'm doing firewall. I'm doing like everything. So it's yeah. fun and enjoyable, but at the same time, it's a lot of stuff to learn. <laughs> yeah. You know, Amazon, Amazon is building a new data center, right? Or a new corporate office or some, something like to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I that where the they're, <laughs> where they're looking for a new city to build another, cause another base. Yeah. Home base. I yeah. saw that like Chicago and a couple other cities are like lobbying for them to build it in their city, which I thought was hilarious. But well, they're trying to uh, give those tax incentives to try to get Amazon in their city, which is a lot of jobs. So I don't blame them. Yeah, <laughs> stimulate the economy. Yeah, they built yeah. A, they built the distribution center here, and it, you know that created a whole lot of jobs. Oh, really? So, wow. So you get stuff yeah. like the same day, huh? Uh, it depends on what it is. Uh, but we don't, normally it's not the same day. It'll be like a day or two, but we don't get same day stuff yet. I was hoping since they built the center here, they would start doing drone deliveries, but they're, they're not doing those <laughs> here yet. That's, they, I think they just do those in like the super big cities like New York. So. Do you know how the pilot, pilot on that is coming? Have they really finalized um, anything? I think they're still? actually doing it in New York. Really? Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. So the drone laws are kind of weird and I, they probably get a pass, but I know the laws are you have to have unaided physical sight to the drone while you're operating it. That's, that's one of them. And I think there's like a, a, a feet barrier of how high I can go as well as you can't use any aided device like binoculars or something to look at it. And plus you can't operate more than one at a time. So. It's, uh, it's some pretty interesting rules uh, around that. I've recently got to actually fly one with a coworker of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty fun. But it's just some interesting rules around those things. And actually, man, I really want to get me one. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really, um, it's a really fun thing. I bought like, well, I got like a cheaper one for Father's Day. And uh-huh. I, you probably remember me talking about this, but yeah, I lost it quick. <laughs> I yeah. lost it like in, in like two days to the wind. So, oh man, my plan is to get get a better a better one in the next six months to year. Yeah, I'm looking at those DJI DJI drones, but um, I don't know. I went to this a um event like this little tech meetup thing we have in Jackson, like the mm-hmm. it's called the Jackson Area Web and App Developers. Yeah. And we went to this event that was at Heinz, uh, community college and it was actually at an airfield. Oh, and wow. they have or supposedly have one of the best drone programs in the U.S. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So it was cool. The instructor was, was pretty, pretty awesome giving us some of the different ideas and stuff of what they're doing with drone drones. They actually showed us a. They showed us a video of this medical deployment system that they had uh, put together that is supposed to be able to aid when when people are in like shoot shooting situations or stuff like that out in the maybe in the remote area and things like that. So it's, it looked pretty cool. But one of the things the guy said, and I forget his name, uh, he was talking talking about the DGI drones being uh, bad because there may be some 
ties to China with the way they handle your information. You have to do all these updates. He seemed to be pretty adamant that you shouldn't buy one. Though I wow, played. that's interesting. Yeah. They have the best drones. The Phantom, they do, and the the Mavic Pro is the one I really want by far, um, and, and they're really affordable. And the thing is, like, I mean, the guy's awesome, but he like you could build your own, and he was like quoting all these parts. And trust me, if you were to build your your own that was anything similar to the DJI ones, you would be paying a lot yeah. more money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping there isn't any nefarious activity going on on the part of the manufacturers. But um, there might be something going on with another uh, manufacturer. I think we have in our first story here. Yeah, so um, Kaspersky, um, it is a Russia-based, um, I guess, uh, information security, internet security company. They It's a um, witch hunt. Yeah, they have a suite Sorry. of products. <laughs> They basically have a suite of products like antivirus, uh, you know, NS Power, blah, blah, blah. We actually use this. Um, my first job, we bought Kaspersky. I convinced the director of technology to finally get, um, antivirus software for the whole district. Oh, wow. The school district because they weren't running antivirus software. That's actually a funny story. We weren't running antivirus software anywhere. Whoa. And there were like, we weren't get. it was around the time Comficker started popping up and, um, Basically, people would just get these periodic pop-ups, you know, like configure. And a lot of it you didn't even detect. You couldn't even see. Um, and they didn't really see a use case because they were only seeing like one or two machines, you know, every now and then being infected or whatever. Uh-huh. But um, I actually installed Wireshark and there's a profile that you can scan for that shows the configure activity. And then I like printed out each all the machines that were infected and I was like, we need antivirus software. <laughs> and it was like it was like pages, pages of um IP addresses of machines. But anyway, yeah, we bought Kaspersky and it was actually pretty lightweight, pretty good, but it's been a couple of years since I've done any, you know, seen or kept up with them. So it was, this story was very, very surprising to me. Um so Best Buy, because of the Russia ties of Kaspersky Lab, they have decided not to carry any Kaspersky products anymore. Um, they're afraid that it, they could be influenced by Russian government. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, they said they, they felt there were, there were too many unanswered questions. Um, and it's funny. One of my friends who works for Best Buy actually, were you in on that chain? I I think I dipped in for a minute and read what he had there. He actually texted us this like early this morning, earlier today, which I thought was funny. Um, we actually could have probably could have broke this story because <laughs> Reuters pressed. Is it Reuters? Reuters. Yeah, I, th- Re- I think that's right. So yeah, they posted it like five hours ago. So I mean, but yeah. So I I can kind of see this, but some of it I think is a little tinfoil hat. But this could it. Yeah, this still you know they're saying Russia hacked the election. Like this was this they would not be able to do it through Kaspersky Lab. Yeah. Um, because this is installed on end user machines and. I would hope the U.S. government isn't using a Russia-based product to secure its machines, but yeah, well, I don't know. Well, back in July 12th, this is a story off of uh, Engadget, actually, but I heard this when it came out. But the, the government actually removed Kaspersky from its approved vendors list. Oh, wow. So, so, yeah, the government doesn't even use them now. So, I mean, whether the stories be true or not, I guess we don't know. But uh, I guess it's just a extra amount of caution you should have if you're using it. 
honestly, I just use the Windows built-in uh, <laughs> uh, virus protection on my personal computer. Yeah, me too. Um, and I work at work. We use Symantec. Um, yeah, I mean the thing is, unless you're just a complete muppet and you click everything that comes on the screen, y- y- the Windows security, whatever it's called, what is it called? Um, um, Defender, Windows yeah, Defender, or Defender. something like that. It's more than enough unless you're just like clicking everything. Yeah, yeah. like if you're if you're semi technologically inclined, it should be more than enough. You know, kudos to Microsoft for building it in their latest product. So if you got Windows 10, you pretty much don't even have to worry about it. Just install the freaking, uh, the bare bones OS and you should, you should be good to go. Yeah. And I kind of want to play devil's advocate a little bit. Cause, um, what was it? I was, I was on a, I was in, I was on Reddit and we were, me and some people were talking about another product, which name escapes me at the moment, but they were saying, Oh, it was a phone. Um, so the first Android one phone, this is actually a story we can talk about. Um, the company that, uh, the company that did the, um, the Nexus 6P, I think. No, mm-hmm. no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was Xiaomi. Um, they're like a kind of a upstart, uh, cell phone company. They sell really reasonable phones. Um, but anyway, they came out with a $245 Android one phone. Basically Android one, if you don't know what that is, it's just stripped down. Android, um, and the phones get regular updates. Basically, whenever Android is updated, the phone gets a direct update. Um, and it's actually a really cool program. And this phone, it, it looks like a premium phone and it's $245. And I was talking to some people about how maybe one guy brought up that we shouldn't use this phone because China or whatever may have a backdoor into it to spy on us. And one guy brought up and, he, and it actually, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like, um, I guess dark, but it, mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with them. It's like, if I had to choose between China spying on me or the United <laughs> States spying on me, cause you know, the United States government is, they have backdoors to basically everything. So they are yeah. spying on us. He said, I would rather for China to spy on me than the U.S. because at least if I'm doing something nefarious, they can't do anything about it. And I was like, that's actually a great point. Yeah, yeah, Xiaomi is a pretty, <laughs> Xiaomi is a pretty interesting story. I know a executive from Google, Google actually went there to help them start their company. Oh, wow. Uh, and I forget who it was. Uh, I want to say, was it Barra? Something Barra? But anyway, uh, but he's since left the company. So, you know, are they doing something nefarious? Maybe. Uh, who knows? I think Microsoft actually worked with them on putting all the Microsoft Android apps on their device as well to a certain extent. So, oh, wow. uh, nice. Now, yeah. So, you know, you have these companies popping up and what's the other, um, company that just essential, not essential, but uh, not essential. The um, essential is a newer one, but I think that's America based, isn't it? Oh, are they? Okay. I thought they were China pretty, as well. I'm pretty sure essential is that's an American one. Okay. Uh, okay. it was founded by Andy Rubin. Yeah. Yeah. The Android co-founder actually founded the company. Yeah. Cool. But, Speaking of phones. Yeah, we kind of beat that dead horse. Uh, <laughs> so moving along, um, let's see here. So, oh, yeah. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask, are you waiting for any announcements? Any big um, news in the Apple sphere? <laughs> actually, um, one of my buddies, who he's real big on downloading OS, like iOS betas. He's been telling me, um, he was, he was one of my coworkers in my previous job. He was telling me when i got my ipad pro he was constantly telling me about how ios 11 is going to turn the ipad pro basically into a laptop um 
it, it's going to add so many new features and he's been downloading the betas and kind of showing me, but, uh, my, uh, they're saying that Apple's going, it hasn't been officially confirmed. I don't think, but it says that Apple is going to be, well, yeah, they're going to be announcing the new iPhone September 12th. So the consensus is they normally release the new version of iOS with the new iPhones. So they're probably going to announce or release iOS 11, um, the, the update to it on the 12th, which is what, Tuesday? Yeah. And um, it's supposed to make, you know, it's supposed to be a significant update. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I haven't really been keeping up with it that much, but um, it, it's supposed to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the improvements and I don't own the uh, uh, updated I, I device, so I really don't know firsthand. But it seems like I've heard that it's supposed to be uh, very much more multitask driven than it has been in the past. And it's just funny to see Apple put all their focus and in, in everything on iOS rather yeah. than, than uh, their desktop uh, version of their operating system. Yeah, I, I would have to assume that their desktop margins have decreased significantly. Yeah. Especially since, you know, the iPhone blew up. I, I would be surprised if they're selling as many machines, computers, like traditional computers anyway, as they, than they were like even five years ago. Um, it seems like they're, it, it's almost like Apple's a mobile company now. Almost. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Basically. I mean, yeah. and, and, and they're trying to do some more thing, more things to bolster their company. I mean, of course, they got Beats and they're dipping into uh, automated cars and things like that. So, but man, I don't see this this iPhone train stopping anytime soon. Man, it's like lemons; they're coming to the slaughter. <laughs> they're not. They're just. I don't know. So, have you seen the mockups of the 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 design got leaked? Yeah. Um, have well, you seen it yet? Yeah, I've seen the the what the supposed design of it. Uh, I, I I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. With the black thing at the top. Yeah, well, it's got like a little. I ain't gonna say chin, a little nub at the top where the camera and I guess the speak the microphone. Well, no, speaker is at the top of the phone. Yeah, but otherwise, it's all pretty much glass front panel, which it which it looks really interesting. Um, I hope they can blend the top in a little bit more than some of the mock-ups I've seen, but you know, I guess we'll find out soon. But yeah. it's, interestingly enough, the essential phone, which we just mentioned in, in the last story, they have that same full front glass design, bezel-less, yeah. if, you, yeah. if you will. Tiny bezels are all the rage yeah. these days. And it's it, funny because I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just going to add that they have a little dot for the camera at the very top of their phone. Which, um, they've done some customizations around, uh, Android to kind of, uh, um, play around that, that little, I guess, hindrance at the top to still make yeah. the OS look good on the device. Yeah. But it's funny. Um, the LG G6 and the Galaxy S8 came out earlier this year. And it's, it's funny. Like they made the iPhone look old. And the, I've yeah. never really been able to say that, but yeah. those tiny bezels, it, it really dated the iPhone design. So it's, it's cool to see them, you know, kind of getting with modern times. Cause normally they're, as far as innovation, innovative stuff, they've kind of been behind the curve historically. So, I mean, they picked up on that pretty fast, which I think is really cool. 
Yeah, I mean, and you think, I mean, it took them forever to get a big phone. I mean, everybody else had these big Android phones and they were still rocking these tiny, tiny iPhones. And we got the five inch iPhone. We thought it was miraculous because it was a little bit taller, you know. So, I mean, it it's kind of refreshing to see Apple, uh, you know, although their software has always been ahead of the game in, in a lot of ways. They're off, well, I'll say their software hardware combination has been ahead of the game. It's cool to see them finally, um, and their chip as well. I'll give their chip a lot of props, the AX or whatever it is. But, but their overall hardware has not been up to par with what's on the Android side. So it's going to be kind of cool to see them pretty much catch up, uh, on the, on the screen anyway. And, uh, of course their processor is awesome. So yeah, I mean, they're really hitting on cylinders. Yeah, there's rumor of wireless charging too. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not, but yeah. that'd be another really cool feature if they do decide to add it. Um, yeah, and I thought they were going to try. Well, I had heard that they were going to try to do the uh, touch ID under the screen kind of thing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but uh, from what I've heard so far, there's not going to be a touch ID button on this device at all. Which not even be- on the back. Not even on the back, from what I've heard. I mean, it's all rumor, but so yeah, they're 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 trying to do something with like your eyes, aren't they? Well, they're doing facial recognition, uh, maybe iris scanning, but I think the big get that they were trying to do was to be able to, and this this technology is has been demoed, so you probably can look it up. But they wanted to put the touch sensor under the screen, so you could basically touch anywhere. Well, I think you still have to touch in a general area. Maybe, uh, maybe gotcha. the button still shows on the screen like it does in Android, but it just shows where you need to touch. So I, I, I don't know. I think this is what they were trying to do. Uh, and maybe we need to look up that technology to get a better idea of what it is, but I, I think it is a demo working technology. So maybe if not this iteration, maybe the next, but I mean, in any case, I still would like to ha- see them have put the, the button on the back or something, you know. Yeah, would have been cool. I yeah, I I don't I don't. There's no excuse for them not putting it on the front. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or not. I'm sorry, not the front of the back. Yeah, but that seems to be the trend anyway. Yeah, I mean, and granted, everybody has not done that well. I think the the um, Samsung devices put it way too high up. Yeah, they uh, did. Now, now the Pixel devices put it pretty much dead there in the center, which is better, you know, yeah. for most people's hands. It's kind of it. They kind of put it because my LG G6 has it in the same spot. They oh, really? kind of put it where your index finger naturally rests when you grab the phone. Ah, kind of in the center there. So it's like beautiful. you just. It's really like you just pick your phone up and you can unlock it. You know, with your fingerprint, which I. I it's a really cool design. Um, but I, I, I really hate that Apple didn't follow <laughs> the trend there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, so. Moving right along, um, one of my favorite people, Mr. Elon Musk. Tony uh, Stark. Uh, yeah, he's basically live <laughs> action Tony Stark, real life Tony Stark. Um, oh, yeah. He has been doing a lot of stuff with SpaceX recently. Um, they had a rocket launch, um, and they're about to start doing manned missions in space. And he's been, he, well, it was a couple, I think it was like a month ago, he released like a, a close zoomed in picture of what their spacesuits are going to look like. But recently, I think this was today, actually, he, um, released a full body shot and it looks like a Gundam 
pilot suit. It's it's actually <laughs> it really I, it's actually really really cool. The new spacesuit. So I I think one of the big differences with their spacesuits, besides the bulkiness of it, now, but but their spacesuits aren't going to be used for actual space walks or anything like the the uh, NASA suits. The big are. bulky ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're pretty much it's a space suit, but they're going to be in the capsule the whole time. So that makes me think it's more like a flight suit rather than a space suit. Yeah, well, that, that's actually true because I mean I don't think you're going to be in the in the vacuum of space, even though it's not really a vacuum. You're not going to be in a vacuum of space with this. Um, you know, it'll probably turn you into a red mist of glory, but <laughs> it's still really cool. I guess if if you're in space and the cabin loses pressure or something. Um, or there's a breach in the hole. Somebody fires some photon torpedoes at you or whatever. Um, it will probably keep you alive, but yeah, you're not going to be doing any, um, what do they call it? Avas? EVAs? Is that what they call it? Yeah. EVAs. Yeah. So let me read a line from the Verge's article. The suits that SpaceX has designed are pressure suits meant to be worn by astronauts while riding inside the Crew Dragon. They're primarily needed in case there is an emergency scenario during the flight. If the astronaut suddenly depressurizes, if the spacecraft suddenly depressurizes, excuse me, the suits will keep the astronauts alive until they can get to the safety. So you were basically on point with that. So, oh, yeah. sweet. <laughs> cool beans. It's a Gundam. Space. It's so quiet. <laughs> dude that show does not have you seen it recently it's on my plex i'm gonna open the port tonight i've got the entire thing in hd um, yeah they, they redid it 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 just it doesn't hold up at all we're talking about gundam wing if you haven't yeah. caught it I, yet but yeah, yeah it's i need that because i got like all every dvd sitting on my mantle right here and no way to play them really so I guess I could play on my Xbox, but I would rather watch them on my PC. Yeah, but they don't hold up, man. Come on, no, don't tell it me doesn't. That. It doesn't hold up, man. Like it, I, it was hard for me to get through the first episode. I'm, I'm gonna make myself sit down and rewatch, and I'm actually watching all. I have all the Universal Century Gundam movies and TV shows on my Plex as well, uh-huh. and I've been. I'm on the O Eight MS team. I it was. Oh, I like O Eight. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Um, like the, the original Gundam, first Gundam or whatever they call it, it's just it. I don't think it's that great. But if you've never seen Char's Counterattack, uh-huh. it's a movie in the Universal Century. It's got Amuro, who is on the first Amuro and Char, who are on the first yeah. Gundam. Um, it is a very good movie. Um, gotta check it out. It's it's excellent. <laughs> yeah, actually. Well, another funny thing, like one thing I noticed, I did go back and watch the first episode probably sometime this year. And after watching Thunderbolt and then listening to the music on Gundam Wing, it just, yeah. it, I like the music, but it just n- yeah. nowhere near the same quality. Yeah. Thunderbolt's phenomenal. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it, it is really good. You know, they released some new episodes to it. There's episode five that came oh, out. Oh, I haven't seen that. I have, I have that on my, I have it. I haven't seen it yet though, but. I need to check it out. I need to. Yeah, I'll probably watch it this weekend. Which Not reminds it. me, I feel so bad, man. I feel so bad. Something I did or something I almost did. What? 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 <laughs> like we were at this. Uh, it's called Hops and Habanas. It's like a little music spot, you know, kind of hangout spot. And, you know, it was a girl. She's walking by. She had a beer in her hand, you know, <laughs> and she was like limping like really hard. I was like, man. She is drunk out of her mind. And then, like, when she walked by, uh, 
my boy tapped me like, no, nah, man, look at her leg. And she had like a, a prosthetic leg. I was like, oh, uh, man, I feel so bad. Uh, uh, I feel so empty inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. What did he, he calls a guy like pig legs or something? Um, when there's, <laughs> yeah, the main character does when he, but I mean, that other guy, he's freaking nuts, man. Yeah, I can't man. remember his name, but yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Had all his in- limbs amputated to interface to be a with better a, soldier. Yes, yeah, to interface with a mobile suit. And then the scientist ain't no better. Suppose he he likes the girl and she's like egging him on to do it and just craziness, man. Craziness. Yeah. <laughs> and then like interaction when the rest of the crew saw him with the pegs, they were laughing at him at first until they saw how bad he was. Yeah. <laughs> Forget he was a beast. Yeah, he is. Okay, so moving along from outer space to Earth, uh, Verizon um, recently, well, really all the data companies, they've recently kind of, they're trying to chew everybody into these unlimited plans. Yeah. And um, it looks like Verizon's network is actually suffering from <laughs> the volume of unlimited users. Uh, it's funny, Sprint actually had a commercial about this. But, um, and I thought it was just Sprint poking fun at them, but there's actually been a couple of articles about how that, like, if you use a third party, um, speed test, how it's actually, they've actually slowed down significantly. So, huh. It's interesting, I think. So, is that them throttling the data, the, the, the supposed unlimited data on their network, or is it actual network congestion that's causing the speeds to drop? Yeah, um, it looks like, um, Ookla, who is, I don't know if you ever use, well, I know yeah. you have, but speedtest.net, they've been kind of a third party that's been watching this. Um, let's see, it says, others have argued that these networks may be saturated. However, if they were, we'd expect to see a number of tests at every level of speed decrease. Our data does not bear this out, and when it's most likely we're seeing reduced performance due, performance due to high deprioritization. So, okay, so they're saying, they're saying the the speeds have definitely slowed down, but it it could be just a QoS thing where yeah yeah quality of service thing where they're just deprioritizing all of their data over you know in prioritizing voice over data since now that you know it's it's the same really, it's all yeah. packets and, and and the thing is you can't really prioritize it because if everybody's draining the pipe then you know. If everybody's prioritized, nobody is. So, yeah, I mean, that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and I mean, I won't go too much into it because I do actually work for a mobile provider. But I will say that, like, it is a big tug of war of these guys trying to catch up to what the next one is doing. It's, it's like a it's a race to get to this point where they're at parity to sell these plans. And then from there, it's always a fallback into, okay, how do we minimize this plunge we made yeah. so that it won't kill us, you know, as far as uh, monetarily, it won't kill us uh, in bandwidth consumption and things like that. So, I mean, it, it's always a tug of war and it ultimately is good for the consumer. Uh, oh, yeah. I think, I think so. That's why we need carriers everywhere and, you know, good service from these carriers everywhere. Yeah. I feel like the one thing that, I feel like would benefit from competition as well as utilities, but it would probably be so difficult to implement something like that. But 
you know, basically your power company can charge you whatever they want. And there's like nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, true. So, I mean, just imagine if you had two power companies in your city, they would constantly be trying to outdo each other. And yeah. I mean, the way I see it now, uh, cell phones and the internet are, they're like essential utilities now. Um, that's just the way I view them because you can't really be f- functional in a significant way in our society if you don't have a phone or you don't have the internet, access to the internet. But, um, I just see that kind of same thing trickling down to the ISPs as well. Um, hopefully, you know, Google's try to do that. They've done it here in yeah. Kansas City. They've, you know, they came in, their internet was like so much faster than, um, Comcast, uh, not Comcast, uh, Time Warner and, and AT&T. I mean, for the same price, you could get 50 megabits or you can get a gigabit. And it's like, that's like no brainer. Yeah. Um, and they they basically forced AT&T to offer gigabit ether internet in Kansas City. And that's actually what I have now is the AT&T. Um I think that actually I think it's Comcast. You can actually get a 2 gigabit co- connection yeah. from Comcast now. Wow, that's crazy. Um there's actually this story. I'll have to post a link to it on our Facebook. There's a story of this guy getting an installed in his house and he like takes pictures and videos. It, it's actually really really cool. <laughs> And no server is that fast. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's, I don't it's know. like the thing they had to install the. It's not a router, but the what whatever they had to install. I think it's a switch. They had to install something to terminate the fiber. And yeah, like O and T. Yeah, and it that thing costs like thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But he's just kind of you know obviously he's renting it for you know it's included in the price but i think the price he's paying he was paying is like $200 a month or something like that is like 2 or 300 a month which kind of makes sense dude he could he could run his own sub isp off ba- those basically yeah it's really really cool stuff awesome sauce <laughs> okay um yeah, you want to get next? this next one yeah uh, so uh we have facebook Launching their own video initiative with content creators with plans to spend upwards of a billion dollars on original <laughs> shows in 2018. So are they basically just pulling like their version of YouTube Red or something like that? I figured it was more of a Amazon, Amazon video, Netflix play, oh, like Hulu. More play. legit like, content as well. Yeah, okay. Wow. That's, that's what I, I mean, that's kind of what I got from it. Um, well, it's funny. Um, like YouTube attempted to do the same thing first when they went to their YouTube Red thing. They were trying to get real people to come in and do shows. I think which is semi similar to to what they're doing here. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it quite worked how they had planned. Um, the thing, you know, of, yeah, the problem ahead. with YouTube is the pigeonhole, and like you don't really see YouTube. I don't. I know most people don't like. Some people only use YouTube as a free music player, but. I just don't really, when I think TV shows, it's just hard for me to connect that with YouTube, I guess. So how, pray tell, will you connect it with Facebook? <laughs> Any ideas? I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting um, argument because I think the big problem they're going to run into is people taking them seriously. And if, it, I mean, it's just one of those things like, are they going to charge? They actually released this um, app called Watch, Facebook Watch. Yep. And, um... It's actually a new tab in the Facebook app and it has original shows and it has content from like uh different um TV networks like Discovery Channel. Um, interesting, interesting. 
Yeah, so I feel like they're gonna they're just trying to drive more people, kind of like Amazon is doing it. They're not really looking to use it to make money. They're kind of just using it to get people on their platform. But hmm. I just I don't. It's just hard for me to see where they're going with this. I, I kind of agree with you. I don't. <laughs> now that I actually think about it, I I don't really see what the play is here. Well, well I think if you're going to start a streaming service, even if it's highly based in original content. I think it's important to start with something that people are familiar with. So again, I'll use YouTube example for again, you know, they started with YouTube red, tried to bring original content, but I think even like with Netflix, the draw in at first is seeing things that you're familiar with. So bringing in networks and stuff that we've already seen, uh, YouTube has since started YouTube, t- uh, YouTube TV, which is actual legitimate television. You know, maybe if they launched that alongside their YouTube Red product from the very beginning, then it would have been more, the content would have been se- seen as more legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and one thing I'll say about Facebook is that it, I, I think one thing they've succeeded in without even having an app or a, a connection into their app is the live video thing because oh, yeah. like I have, I'm friends with people who play music and they'll have somebody just propping up a cell phone, like just live them playing live. And I've seen, um, the, uh, Grateful Dead, Dead and Company, they've done it where they stream like the first song of each of their sets and then you have oh, to pay wow. for the rest. It's like they'll stream the first song for free on all of their shows. And then if you want to watch the whole show, you go to some site. I can't remember what it's called to like watch the rest or pay for the show cool business um, idea and like as far as live video like it's funny like i hit the tab this watch tab on my facebook app and there's a a, a mlb game live just just right there um that's interesting the san diego padres in arizona diamondbacks i guess arizona. yeah i mean if they're getting legit content like that i think they're starting off on the right foot and and for what I've seen for some of these shows, I think they're shorter bite shows, maybe fifteen minute shows or shorter or in that yeah. range. It's not like long form content. But I mean, if if that's what they're going for, you know, mix that along with legit content. I think you know, you mentioned Discovery as well. I think they're headed down the right path and you know, they're just getting this thing kicked off. Now, what I'm interested in seeing, uh, if they will move away from this highly produced content more into like a YouTube type thing as well to have like approved, you know, streamers or things like that, that have their own special place on this service. Um, that might be interesting, but I don't know. I guess just have to wait and see. It seems like a pretty, pretty, pretty cool thing. One of these things that I'm surprised that none of these, uh, IP streaming services have done is a live, like live news. Um, I feel like that's one thing that, that they could definitely like have a leg up on traditional broadcast networks. But I guess the only issue with that would be regional. Yeah. I mean, we, you got things like an Al Jazeera that they could probably buy and bring in their fold, which yeah, that's I, true. I mean, it's, it's been done, but again, um, well, I'm sorry. I'm looking at some of these shows. That got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think they should do that. That's a great idea. Cause you know, that's definitely needed. You know, yeah, because I mean, most people don't watch news on TV anymore. They get their news from the web. So, I mean, yeah, 
I would I would it would be nice to see a semi credible source of news in my Facebook feed as opposed to people posting <laughs> stuff from like blogger. Yeah. As yeah. like a definitive source and it's like, dude, that's you could start a blog and put whatever you want on yeah. it and you know, just because you post a link on Facebook isn't it doesn't make it true. I had inter- had an interesting exchange with one of uh somebody from our former school, Uh-oh. our alma mater. I mean, it wasn't anything bad. He he just posted this article about how what you know ten reason ten reasons the southern states seceded from the union or some crap, and then like <laughs> and then like number seven is like slavery wasn't a big deal about why they you know it was like oh they, that they just they just nerves. totally downplayed the slavery part, and I was yeah. like all I posted was dude, have you read the Mississippi's articles of secession? The first yep. thing, the first thing that's mentioned is slavery. So, like, you can't tell me that civil war wasn't about slavery. Oh, I, I digress. But yeah. that's just that's just kind of an example of how you know there's a lot of incredible news on on Facebook. So it'd be nice to see some kind of um some kind of source, definitive source, or moderation yeah. or something. I don't know. I don't know what it well, is. Well, they but- do have their um, approved or. Hang on, I hate the. I'm not going to use the fake. Well, I'm not going to say that. They have the the. Um, I forgot what they called it. Approved sources or verified sources filter thing that's on their stories now. I think they put like a lightning oh. bolt or something on it. I need to research it because I haven't really. I just heard other people talking about it, but they put something on a story if they think it might be untrue. Because okay. they have several companies that are are looking at the data and they verified if it's like flagged as maybe not being true. So. That that's interesting. So, yeah, if I see another story about Wayne Knight being dead, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like every year, every year, like on the on the on the dial, somebody posts a story about Wayne Knight dying of a heart attack. You know, he was Newman in Seinfeld, and he was on Space Jam and countless other shows. But there's there's like always a story about him. I'm sure you probably even seen one. Maybe somebody out there probably has. But yeah. No, it, I did. Something needs to be done. <laughs> I saw something about William Shatner was dead, and I like gasped <laughs> hard and was like searching the internet, couldn't find anything. Yeah, that's the first thing like, I do. Jerks. Like you, do, you do exactly what I do. Like the first thing I do when I read something that seems like it just can't be true is I'll just I'll do a little research. It only takes a second to Google the person's name, and it's like if you don't see any stories on Google, it's probably not true. The BS flag goes off, and I go searching. <laughs> cool. So, man, I know last year, or earlier this year, actually, we played a bunch of 2K17. Oh, yeah. We um, played the mess out of that game. It was great. Very buggy. Very buggy. All of them have been buggy lately. I don't fix your stuff, 2K. But anyway, <laughs> um, a fun game, nonetheless, when we could get it to work properly. And, yeah, man, so uh, 2K18, we got the demo slash prelude. Uh, that is out now. It's a demo. I haven't played it yet, but I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody. You know, if you like, uh, NBA 2K to go check it out, check out the prelude and get ready for the full game. You know, it's free. Man, this is one game that I absolutely positively wish had crossplay because yes, um, it would be so nice to play this on my PC <laughs> with my nephews. <laughs> Cause yeah, but I mean, that- <laughs> It's funny though, like these games have been buggy as I don't know what, but yeah. like they always manage to still draw you in with, um, last year was a story and this year it's gonna be like they're apparently turning the, 
the my two K Pro whatever or whatever their story whatever their storyline thing is. I think it's called Neighborhoods or something. It's uh, gonna be like a pretty much a a role playing game, like a full fledged role playing game. What the what? So, yeah, super simulated. No Michael B. Jordan. Um, I think he is in this one. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, man. So, next thing. Do you have, well, have you ever heard of something called Force Friday? Uh, no. No? Okay, let me explain. So, uh, Force Friday is the day, I think it started with A Force Awakens, like the year before, the year of A Force Awakens, uh, release. Uh, it is the Star Wars toy day when they release all the toys that are related to the upcoming movie. So this past Friday is actually a week and a half ago. Well, two weeks ago today, uh, was Force Friday two for the upcoming, uh, The Last Jedi. And we got a slew of toys. Which, if you're uh, into Star Wars at all, you know, once you start seeing the toys, uh, you kind of know what some of the characters look like that we may not have known before. So, I mean, I'm not here to talk about the characters specifically, <laughs> but they have done uh, what I guess is kind of obvious, but still felt weird, weird to me. The beloved BB-8 um, seems that he's going to have a counterpart in the upcoming uh, Last Jedi. What? <laughs> And, and, and are you serious? And it looks to be maybe Kylo's droid, possibly. <sighs> okay, it, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so it looks like they're going to have something called BB9E, which is basically uh, the mirror darkly version of BB8. So what is he going to beep? Uh, uh, evil. Is he going to have an evil, evil beep? When he talks, like, it's just, I, I don't get this at all. This doesn't make any it's sense. It's possible. How, how can a robot be evil? I mean, well, he had, he has the, uh, the, the imperial type, uh, uh, paint job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were evil, evil R2 looking droids, weren't they? I, possibly. But, but it's just like, my thing is like, it, it it's just like having an evil lightsaber or evil gun. Like you, you it, 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 they got personalities, dude. It's the person who controls it that makes it good or evil, not the the rope. I don't know. It, I, I guess it'd be different if it was something like C three PO and it like had a voice. But this is just gonna beep. And okay. it's like for instance, for instance, K two, K two in um in, in um Rogue One. Okay, okay. he's a repurposed okay. evil droid. Or bad droid, they yeah. like reprogrammed them. True, K two man. True, but even but- with K, even with that, <laughs> it's like he he was he somebody gave him instructions to be like to do that. It's not like yeah, true. I get you it. know. I get it's it. like it's like well, I mean, I guess I can kind of see it because in the Gundam universe, the Zakus are considered like evil. I guess even though they're just mobile suits. So yeah, I, I guess I guess well, there's a connection there. Well, I guess the true moral of the story is that um, Disney wants to sell toys. So <laughs> they're like, wow, BB-8 sold like gangbusters. Let's make another one. Let's do it again. I'm just yeah. really surprised there's no humanoid droid, though. Like, I, I figured that that would be a bigger sale than the rolling uh, cue ball, but I don't know. Like, Yeah, well, you still got the old faithfuls in there, C-3PO, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Help. So, yeah, that's right. 
Uh-huh. The droids that are miraculously somehow in every movie. Uh, yeah, those, those, those will be there too. So, but <sighs> anywho. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. So do you want to talk about the, the, um, the episode nine thing since we're on Star Wars just for a second? Uh, sh- I can't remember the director's name, but we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. So, so it's just, I'm sorry. It just popped in my head. It's pretty significant news. Um, so I think his name is Colin Tr- Trevorrow. Yeah, tr- yeah Colin Trevorrow. That's it. That's so yeah, it. apparently he's been developing. I think he's been he's been like essential in developing the new trilogy, and he was going to be producing, you know, or directing episode nine, the next Star Wars film after one yeah. that film that premieres this year. And apparently he he and Disney or he and Lucasfilm had a some disagreements about the direction of the movie um you know let me know if this sounds familiar (laughs) so um he was either uh voluntold or quitted he he was either quitted or fired um i feel like it's one of those things where they just decided they say they decided to mutually part ways but i feel like they just told him to kick rocks um and this guy directed Jurassic World, so I mean, he, it's not like he's some noob, you know. Like, yeah. Well, it's I mean, real. it's this is not dissimilar from what we saw with happened to the Han Solo movie. Yeah, uh, same it was thing. Going, going in the direction they then, and it's the uh, Lego movie directors. I forget their names, but um, it was going in the direction that the the uh, the runners over at Disney uh, slash Lucasfilm didn't like, and. They <laughs> candle basically um, gave him the OX. Yeah, so it's really, really weird. And I think it, it even happened with the Rogue One director. It did. He still, he still got directorial credit. And guys, excuse me for not knowing these guys' names. I should know. But but uh, where's yeah, Andy they, when you need him? <laughs> yeah, where's Andy? <laughs> but they brought in another director in that case too uh, to help sure up the end of the movie, which. You know, it's it's bad to see that happening, but I can't say that from anything they've produced that uh, I'm they've not happy wrong. with the result. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> they, yeah, they they've got a pretty good track record, regardless of the directorial drama. Yeah, and I've heard, I heard this on another podcast, but they said that um, you know. These are the same guys who hired these directors. So how can they be right on one end and, and, and wrong on the other? You know, they hired them and they fired them. So didn't they make the bad choice in the beginning? I just, but, I just feel like there's a Star Wars Bible and they've already written how they want all these stories to go. And the director is basically a figurehead. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. he, he is there to present Disney and Lucasfilm's vision. He's not there to be a traditional director and. You know, like I kind of, I kind of, I kind of didn't like that. You know, Force Awakens was, was kind of a retread of uh, New Hope, it. but I mean, I loved the movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just didn't. It felt just awfully familiar. And I, at first, you know, like I really blame J.J. Abrams for that because he kind of has a track record of doing that. But what I think actually happened was Disney wanted this to happen, and they were yeah, like, "You're good. Way. You're good at making yeah. reboots." So, do you want to direct this reboot? And he's like, "Heck yeah, I want to direct this reboot." Yeah. So, I mean, and actually, I think he turned it down the first time too. They came to him the second time, then he accepted. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. Um, it's just kind of strange. I, 
I think what they were aiming for is trying to do the same thing Marvel did with the Marvel properties, but there's a huge difference. On the Marvel side, we're looking at characters that most people don't know who they are, and you have a little more freedom to create different type of movies for these different characters, and that works very well in the Marvel universe. But like you just said, in the case of Star Wars, when there's basically a Bible around what looks and feels like Star Wars, it's just kind of hard to come in and make a a slapstick Han Solo movie or change how we think of any of the main trilogy movies should feel. So it would be nice. I feel like it would be nice to have a comedy movie in the Star Wars universe, but I feel like they're just, they want it to be like this take it. They just want it taken seriously. Um, and they don't, you know, they don't want that, you know, they can have funny moments, but they don't, you know, they just don't want that look for the franchise, which I can kind of understand because it's persisted this long on, you know, the drama, yeah, yeah, the lore and the drama of the universe, because I mean, you can even see this with when Disney bought Lucasfilm and they decided that all the stuff in extended universe, and there are some phenomenal stories in extended universe, uh, the Thrawn trilogy, Heir to the Empire is the first book. Um, if you've never read those, I mean that when when I heard that Disney pretty much what it retconned that or said it didn't happen, um, I was really upset. But at least but they you, brought Thrawn over. They're cherry picking stuff from the extended Yeah, they universe. brought him in the Rebels, the Rebels cartoon series. So Yeah. They had th- they were actually gonna put they were, they were even gonna put the uh Star Killer from Force Unleashed, I think he was gonna oh, be in, in Rebels as well, but they He's, he he might be too out of canon. He's so freaking powerful, oh my god. Yeah, He's but he's ridiculous. They ended up not doing that probably for the reason you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like they're still even though they say it's all unofficial, they're cherry picking stuff that they really like. I, I can only hope that we get a Cal Katarn movie is probably a little too late oh, since yeah. since Lucas older now, but yeah. that to me that the Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast like that game it, they can make pretty much a movie off of that game and I would go watch it. Yeah, I mean they make it work, you know, um, making work something in that time frame. Like you said, Mark Hamill was a little bit too old, but they they might they might could put something in a time frame that had to make it quick though. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, uh, I, I cannot wait to see this movie. Uh, we've seen very little, haven't really got a proper trailer yet. And what, we're three to three months out, four months yeah, out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the trailer at the beginning of the year. I mean, the way I see it is after, yeah, pretty much. After, probably after Halloween, they'll probably start really pushing the movie. At least that's what I'm expecting. That's kind of what they did with Force Awakens. Yeah, well, I don't know. We had the f- first Force Awakens trailer pretty early. Seemed like we saw it in May. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. But it had a lot of hype driving up into its release. And whereas this one, we've seen the hype, but they've been holding the reins a little bit tighter. Of course, the last Carrie Fisher movie. So, you know, I guess they wanted to remain special. So, And one thing we'll I will see. say about that is I feel like most movies, movie trailers show too much. Like ah, especially yeah. the especially the Marvel trailers, they show like way too much. <laughs> yeah. Um so I, I would feel rather, like I know Thor Ragnarok already. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean the Spider Man trailers for Spider Man yeah. Homecoming, they pretty much there, there were a few twists that weren't in there, but pretty much you could talk yeah. about the movie from just watching the trailer. But I would much rather them, you know, give too little than to give too much. So I'm I'm kinda okay with it, even though I do want another trailer. 
Yeah. And let's stay on uh, Lucasfilm slash Disney for a second. So there have been rumors that they might be doing an Obi-Wan movie. What do you think about an Obi-Wan movie, man? Um, I think it's awesome. I just think they, they have to get Ewan McGregor to do it. Uh, yeah, I think he's on board. I think he's, oh, he he's expressed, well, he's expressed, um, I've seen him in several interviews when he's, he said that he'd love to come back and play Obi-Wan. So I think that would be freaking awesome to see a, you know, a little more tattered, but still powerful yeah. Obi-Wan roaming kinda, around the galaxy <laughs> kind of like the old snake and Metal gear solid four no probably not that old but <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things is, as much as i dog and bash the trilogies he was one of the gems in the whole thing like he was an yeah. awesome obi-wan i actually like him more as obi-wan than the original guy don't don't kill no, me no, what you don't that's, kill me that's, andy that's, don't kill me but alex guinness you're not an alex guinness fan i mean i'm an alex guinness fan but i i just when i think blasphemy (laughs) i I don't know it's when when i think obi-wan i think i think you and mcgregor i don't think alex guinness so i mean yeah that that right there tells me that i feel like he was a better obi-wan even if it's just subliminally i I just feel like he was a better obi-wan well that right there tells me that you like the uh the prequels better than the originals no <laughs> no i'm just BS. not even not even <laughs> not even close uh i mean the even like people dog the prequels but even the first star wars movie a new hope even that's kind of a mess right i yeah. mean compared to compared to empire strikes back and return you know return of the jedi was kind of a mess too but like empire strikes back was by far the best one of those three movies like yeah. by far but i don't know i so still I'm, I'm a go ahead. McGregor, I'm just a McGregor fan. I don't. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. So, call to action out there, folks. Who do you like better, uh, you and McGregor or uh, Alex Guinness as your Obi Wan? Who Who is your Obi Wan? Let us know in the uh, comments, and we'll we'll get back to you. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Last but not least, uh, Microsoft has discontinued. The faithful Xbox what? One, we were there on day one to pick up from yes. Columbia somewhere. Columbia GameStop. <laughs> yeah, man. So I think everything is S now, which is, I guess it's cool. Uh, it's definitely a better design, better form factor, uh, more power efficient and all that other good stuff. Blah, blah, blah. 4K, some 4K capabilities. You um, still matter to me. Oh, Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) The loving pet. (laughs) I guess, you know, I guess this is one of those things where, where they're probably listening to sold out because their, their back stock is gone now and they're not going to be making it anymore. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And, and if you really think about it, we love our, our beloved Xboxes, but this thing was over designed to prevent the failures of overheating and like ring of death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, I mean, really, it's like twice the size it needs. To, well, I ain't going to say twice. It's probably way bigger than it needs to be just because. And, and trust me, guys, if you have opened one of these up and looked inside it, it's a bunch of space of nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they, um, they over engineered it to, to compensate for any heat problems that it may have. And, you know, good, 
probably the right move considering uh, the troubles of the past. But, you know, mine has been faithfully over here in the corner and, and, and it's still working. So I can say that, uh, yeah, I'll probably be rocking that for a while now that I got a decent video card on my PC. So, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get the X uh, yet, but uh, I don't know. I, I might have to stick with the old faithful a little while longer. Yeah, I, I'm really, really on the fence about getting the X now that I have a better video card as well. It's like, I I don't, like, especially with the Xbox Anywhere thing, it's like anything you buy, anything you buy for the Xbox One or whatever, you can play on the Xbox, you can play on the PC. So um, it could be one of those things where I play with my friends on the PC, but I play single player or, you know, <laughs> you yeah. just have the option to play either one. So there's definitely no reason to get rid of my Xbox, but... It's, you know, there's, I feel like I don't, I have a list, less of a reason to get a one X, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it's so funny, man. Henry sent me a text message today and he's like, man, you got that destiny too. I was like, uh, we probably going to get it on PC, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I would I, love to play on Xbox, but I might just wait to get it on PC as well. Yeah. I was really tempted to get it Tuesday, even though I have the PC version like ready to go. It's pre-ordered or whatever. Not really pre-ordered. I got a free copy with my video card, but I was really, 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 really close to buying the Xbox version. But I want to wait and experience it for the first time on the PC in 1440p glory and 144 hertz. Like I just, oh, yeah. I, I don't even want to play it on console because I feel like it's going to spoil my initial experience. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do we? I mean, you mentioned crossplay. Do we know if this will be crossplay at all, or is it definitely not? Oh man! Boom. Um, like, uh, it seems like Activision and Bungie are favoring the PS4 for this game. There's like even there's content that was released for the P- PS4 Destiny One that won't be available on the Xbox until after Destiny Two launches. So it's probably wow. available. It's probably only just now being becoming available just because they had these exclusive deals for like strikes and weapons and shaders and stuff that you could only get on the PS4. Um, there was, there was one, there was a couple things that we didn't get on the Xbox until like, it was like a year or two after it was on the PS4 and those weapons were already, they were already obsolete by the time we were able to get them. So it was, that is crazy, man. Yeah. It's pretty dumb, but I mean, it's, it's like one, it's like one or two weapons and one strike. It's just, it's just one of those things where if, if I was going to get it on the console, I'd probably, since I, you know, as much as I love Destiny, I would probably get this one on the PS4 if I had one instead of the Xbox. But so, I mean, do you, do you know if they're they're touting day and date for this type of thing? Since we're going to see it on PC for the first time, we're already getting this thirty day delay. Do we know if the content drops afterwards are going to be pretty closely linked, or is it going to be a delay every time? Well, I, I'm, honestly, I think the PC version is done. I think they're holding it back because for the very reason I was telling you, I had a hard time not buying it Tuesday because I wanted to play it. They don't want it to eat into their console sales. At least that's what I'm I'm thinking. Either that or Sony asked them to to delay it because if you have a PC, you have a souped up PC or PS4, Destiny 2 comes out the same day for all, you're probably going to get the PC version. And I'm, you know, I I've talked to a couple of my friends and they're they're all planning to get it on PC, so uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you really have to 
it's a struggle to wait for the PC version if you really want Destiny 2. So, I mean, it, w- it was actually really, really smart now that I think about it. Because <laughs> yeah. they almost had me buy the game twice. So, there you go. <laughs> Get those faithful Destiny fans. That's yeah. how they do it. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I guess we pretty much covered the news. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, we, we've, we've used the, we pretty much filled up the cast with just news. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah um, cool, but cool. do you want to save the battlegrounds discussion for another day? Um, maybe when we have another person on or I get, yeah, I guess this cast has been long enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for next time. Maybe we can get another quick episode in, in the next few days, but, but yeah, man, so you want to talk about anything you've been working on or anything cool? going on happenings in in the kansas city area (laughs) uh well yeah we have kansas city comic-con it will be coming up um it is coming november 9th so i will definitely be there covering that so look forward to that that's really the only thing i have down the pipe except for the pc gaming thing i'm looking to start a gaming group called steamy grits Oh, yeah. Uh, Steamy grits or steamy grits? <laughs> steamy grits because PC Steam kind of a play on that. But Ah, okay. Awesome. But what awesome. I want to do is to have like regular gaming sessions um, one day a week um, and maybe have some of the presenters, other grits presenters stream as well. And we kind of just play together and, you know, for fun and profit, I guess. But I'm still working on a game list. Um, I threw around a couple games. I don't know who's bought any or if anybody's bought any. And I'll probably do a couple free-to-play games that are just something you can download quick that we can all play together. So it's yeah. just, I, I feel I'm really excited about it, and I think that it's something that people can get from get something from because you know we're we're all we have all all have different personalities. And things we yeah. like and things we don't like. So it'll be interesting to see who identifies with who. And, you know, they can kind of maybe get game suggestions based on what we play or just see something that they've never seen before. I, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, it'll be awesome to get everybody on and, and have a little game and fun. And, uh, you know, the one I want to play is is Artemis. But yes, yes. If, if we can get that going, uh, I don't know how it would work not being in the same room, but man, um, I remember we had a lot of fun back in the day. Basically, all we have game. to do is get on Skype, really. Get yeah, on Skype and, and then each each person has their station and I think we'll be good to go. Yeah, it'd be awesome if we can get like a webcam meet everybody. Yeah. And, you know, that <laughs> I think that would be really cool. But yeah. we're, we're working on it. We're going, we're working on it. We'll get it together. <laughs> I think I, I have, to, I think I still have my executable for Artemis. I bought it like five years ago, five years, five or six. Well, actually, probably like four years ago. And I should have the executable still, the bridge. Cool. So hopefully we can, um, or everybody can just buy it on Steam for seven bucks. Then wouldn't matter. But, why buy it when we could play it for free? <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, guys, uh, yeah. So, I'm I'm on another podcast as well. Uh, I started recently called the STD Podcast for Star Trek Discovery, and uh, <laughs> yours truly is on it as well as uh, Carrie is on it with with a with a cast of other characters that you may know from other things that we do. And yeah, uh, if you're into Star Trek. 
anticipating the new Star Trek Discovery, which we'll be releasing here pretty soon, you should definitely check us out. Um, we're just starting, but, you know, we got some goodness there already, and it's loads of fun. So go to stdpodcast.com and check us out. But, guys, listen, if you want to know more about Techpedition, we're pretty much Techpedition everywhere, T-E-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N.com, as well as Techpedition on any of the social medias. And yeah, just uh, shoot us a message on any of those platforms, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And yeah, check us out. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah, I guess we'll see you later, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T-E-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot com.